the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 108 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Alan Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 11, almost 12. I'm Liam, and I'm 9, almost 10. No, just kidding, that's in a year. Nine and a half, half a year. Nine and a half. Nine Close half. enough. Yeah, almost half. nine and a half. Yeah, and uh, we're back from our, you know, summer break we took, uh... You know, we're taking long breaks between podcasts this summer. So, well, maybe, you know, we might do it next week, too. We're not sure. Um, but, you know, it's we just kind of... It's our irregular summer schedule. Like Welcome. We're not even recording this on a Monday, <laughs> which is the day we usually record. Yep. Irregular summer? Irregular. Irregular. An irregular summer schedule. Yep. So, yeah, we didn't... We haven't recorded since our initial thoughts on Solo. Whoa. Like our right after the movie thoughts about Solo. Wow. Yeah. That's a long and, time. Uh, and we've only seen Solo once since then. Maybe we've seen it twice. Been? So. How many weeks has that been? Well, it's almost been a month. The 25th it came out. It's June 20th. So. Speaking of, I need to put all days. Those, those posters, Star Wars posters oh, up. Yeah, yeah we, got some, we got some sweet solo posters we got the opening night poster even though we weren't able to make it opening night we were there opening day but they had some opening night posters left and then we went that first sunday no we went the second sunday that it was in imax and we got the second sunday poster but they had some of the first sunday posters left so we got both of the imax posters so the special sunday we posters have three solo posters yeah. one for force awakens poster and one last jedi poster which is funny because we've seen solo the least yeah. out of all of those <laughs> not because we don't like solo just we just haven't had time to see it again although it's summer now so maybe we can go see it uh, maybe next tuesday that's kind of the uh discount day at amc maybe we'll go see Ooh. it next tuesday what's it called? that'd be great Tuesday something it has like a catchy name or does it? I don't know. Taco Tuesday. You get free popcorn. Oh, I don't know. Tano Tuesday. From Tano. now on, I'm dedicating my Tuesdays to a Soko Tano. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, speaking of a Soko Tano, uh, we are going to announce the winner of our contest to win a signed copy of "It's Your Universe" by Ashley Eckstein. In so get ready. ready. We're going to announce it. We actually don't know who won yet because we're going to do the drawing on the show. We have in Liam's super cool hat, uh, we have some pieces of paper. I'm shaking it. Can you hear it? Yeah, you get to pick the you get to pick the thing, and then me and Anna get to say the number. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm going to pick it. Their numbers, and the numbers correspond to a person that is listed on a word document. In on our on our computer. So here we go. Here's the rustling of the paper. All right, I'm not looking. My eyes are closed, kids. Look at me. My eyes are closed. I'm making sure. Okay, I got one piece of paper, and the number is fourteen. Let's see who that is. Let's see who the lucky winner is. (laughs) So. The first, oh, hold on. The first name on this list is RF Biker Scout. And that is someone who left a review on iTunes, a new review, which was worth five entries. So I'm sorry, RF Biker Scout, 
you did not win this contest, but thank you so much for that awesome review on iTunes. And uh, RF Micro Scout is a local boy or girl. Um, so that's cool. Uh, they, they live in the Twin Cities. So thank you for listening and thank you for the review, yeah. RF Biker Scout. We really appreciate it. Um, so that name there counts for five. So then the next name is six. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirteen, fourteen. All right. So Nerd that is. Nerd. At Nerdy Views. I'm sorry if we're saying, I'm assuming the first part of that is your last name or your first name or something like that. Nerdy View Nerdy Views is somebody on Twitter. Uh, Dom of Dune, a political scientist who studies legal institutions for in Indonesia and Middle Earth. Oh, funny. Middle Earth, like uh, Lord of the Rings. All right. Wow. So the reason I went to the Twitter is, is to, to say the name, but also because I think a couple of the people who had retweeted. Wait, so Dawn of Dune and Nardi Views are the same people? Yeah, yeah. Like, we're forced children, but my name on Twitter is Alan Watsky. But my, we're at forced children. Yeah. Um, but uh, a couple of the people who retweeted, I think, were bots, not, not actual people. But this person seems like a real person, so um, awesome. That's great. And uh, I will be contacting... We're not, we're bots? What does that bots. mean? Bots. Um, Twitter bots. They're basically like robot accounts that automatically will retweet things that say the word contest, maybe, right? So that they can win contests which doesn't seem too fair to me uh so that's why i wanted to double check make sure this was an actual person and if not we'd we'd uh, yeah we'd probably read redraw the name yep so this is great i've never had any contact with this person um but i can't wait to message them on twitter and say hey you won i get to mail you this book now sure if if they're a listener yep so yeah uh congratulations dom of dune uh, oh, now like let's, uh, name. you like that name? Yeah, that's right. cool. Yeah. So. Dune is actually a book series. Uh, uh science fiction. It's fiction-y. also a game. Dune? Dune. Is it? Yeah, I oh. think. Okay. It's a book series. It was a movie in the 80s. Um, but, uh, it's, it actually influenced George Lucas. It was a, a series of science fiction books. Cool. Yep. Uh, it also had spice in it. So... Anyway, uh, Spice was a drug in Dune, and it is a drug in Star Wars. So, yeah, there we go. Cool. And I'm drinking coffee because we're recording this in the morning, which is kind of nice. It's It's 10.51 in the morning. Yeah, yep. So, that's kind of weird. Usually, do an afternoon after school thing. So, uh, this is different. It's summer. So, let's talk about some Star Wars-y stuff that we've been up to. Uh, Liam, you've been playing Battlefront. Not Battlefront 2, but Battlefront. Battlefront 1 because awesome. Because you... Like it better. You like Battlefront better than Battlefront 2. It has survival. So. If Battlefront 2 had survival, and you could pick a blaster, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, like, according to what... Oh, what the class? You don't like the class system. Are? Yeah. Then... Yeah. I'd play, be playing Battlefront 2 for yeah. sure. It has more characters and stuff. Yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing more Battlefront 2 since they uh, released Extraction Mode, and they have a new map on Kessel. And I love playing on Kessel. And also, they released a new, or not a new. It's kind of the same as the old one, but the uh, Jabba's Palace map on Tatooine, 
which I'm super happy about because I. Same? Uh, it's very similar to the one in Battlefront. Why I don't do think it's exactly the same. One? What's that? Why'd they even make a new one? Yeah, then? I think I don't know if they made it new or not. I, I honestly I haven't played it enough that map to realize if it's the same or not. Do you What's, get choose? I always think, Can you just play that map? No, you play Extraction and then it'll it'll plop you down either on one or the other. Kessler. Yeah, Kessler Tatooine. But uh but what's funny is that like when I play these games, I always think, you know, I'm gonna pay attention to see if this is the same Jabba's Palace as it was in the first battlefront. And then I get in the map and I just grit my teeth and clench my butts and I just try to win. <laughs> and I don't pay any attention to the surroundings because I'm trying to win. <laughs> so but you have to pay attention to your surroundings. <laughs> yeah, to win. kind of. I'm looking for other. I'm looking for enemies. You know, like I'm constantly scanning the screen for that red outline that tells me this is someone to shoot at, and wow, <laughs> uh, and I don't take in my surroundings. I should be better about that because they're beautiful and there's a lot of work put into those. So, anyway, yeah, um, daddy, yeah. So be better. I should be, be better. better I am. I am. Yeah. I'm not. Be all of us can be better people. All of us can be better. But most of us are awesome. Yeah, but we can all still be better. Yeah, we can all find ways to improve ourselves. Some people. Yeah. I'm not talking about you. Okay. I'm talking about like. Other yeah. Political matters. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this is a. It's been a pretty sad news season. Uh, I feel like we're, you know, I should start off. Star Wars news, but other news. Right. And sad Star Wars news since there isn't much. Uh, yeah. I feel like we should we're, we should have started off this episode like greetings from the Galactic Empire where we, you know, pull children away from their families because they're on the wrong side of a border and put them in cages and don't let them see their families. Which is something the Empire would do. Um, True. And it's something that our own country is doing right now. And it's completely awful. And, you know, um, we we find we find joy in Star Wars. That doesn't mean we don't care about and other man. things. And yeah. these things are very important. And we need to resist. Like the Emperor. We need to resist our Emperor. Wrinkly. A little less wrinkly Emperor. Back to Solo a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing again, and I just I keep coming back to that Savarine standoff music, the 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 Enfys Nest theme. Yeah, Liam, you learned how to play it on the piano a little bit, and ever since the first time I heard that theme, I have been I was reminded the very first time I heard it of uh, the theme to the good, the bad, and the ugly, which is an old Western movie. And I, I can't remember if I mentioned this on an earlier podcast, but, um, but so we know what the Savarine standoff music sounds like, but I'll play just a little bit to, um, to remind everybody. So I feel like it's like the great granddaughter of the good, the bad, and the ugly. And and here's the theme to the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I think I might I might play uh, quite a bit of this. I'll play it for, for like 30 seconds or something.
so really kind of well, a, that's kind of creepy. kind of an eerie eerie song you know yeah um but I really like foreboding I've heard right you're singing I'll be you. Yeah, 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 right. I've heard no, you I know. Sing it, so. Yeah. Yep. So there's there's a part in the it's song. Right. Yep. So listen. So I'm gonna play just this other part of the song where it gets a little more intense. So the good, the bad, and the ugly is a is an old, is very a classic movie. Western movie. So it's you know, uh, yeah. um, gunslingers and uh, like those Western guns. Yeah, like um, you know, they're all wearing uh, cowboy hats and like Cad Bane is kind of based on uh, actually that whole season, uh, the bounty hunter season, basically of the Clone Wars. Like if you look at the DVD art, it's based on the good, the bad, and the ugly. So the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, the music is by Ennio Morricone, who is a very famous composer, mostly you know for the good, the bad, and the ugly. But also he did a lot of westerns, right? And um, he just won an Oscar a couple of years ago. He actually beat John Williams. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I actually made because I wanted to hear these two songs together. I made a little mashup of uh of these two songs i call it the savarine the bad and the ugly uh and i'm gonna play it for you right now here it is Thank you. Thank you. Can Had a little listen? fun of that. Can I listen? Well, we can listen to it again later, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I wish I could do more manipulation with, like, tempo. You should, and, you should and, and like, it. speed up the Savarine standoff music so that it's the same. But then it goes... But if I could somehow speed that up without... Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, yes, yes. So, the way they say it. So creepy. Yep. So, yeah, that's, uh, I just love that song, and I love both of those songs. Chills. Yeah. Both yeah. of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're both very kind of eerie songs, you know? Like they're, they're, but they also sound super cool. Right, like something, something wicked is coming this way, or something yeah. really <laughs> foreboding, you know? Just love something it. Something really powerful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like Sounds very I feel powerful. like I think Savarine Standoff is more of like a force of evil. Well, and then, um, and then the other one's more like a couple guys with guns coming to shoot mm, you. Yeah, that kind of thing. 
So, I mean, I feel like the music for uh, Anthos Nest is is kind of misleading, or at least it can go either way. Like, when you hear it, it sounds like, this is the bad person, right? Like, like this is the yeah. villain. Um, but then once you know who who she is, I think you can hear it as just as powerful. Yeah. And not necessarily evil, right? Right, right. Just someone, don't mess with these people. <laughs> you know? I love, oh, sorry, uh, spoilers. Yeah, well, it's been long enough. I love, take my helmet off. I need a drink. <laughs> I need a drink. That is great. Yeah. Ugh, I love her. All right. So, amazing. Uh, what does that sound? I don't know. Listen. listen. Oh, it's uh, what's it that sound? Like the our, fan uh, from the computer. Oh, yes, it's yes. Really annoying. It's our computer fan. No, that's <laughs> actually not the sound I was talking about. It's a uh, segment. What's that sound? Uh, where we talk about the sounds of Star Wars. Uh, so, yeah, in honor of ben it's been a while. Yeah, by, by, ben by Ben Burt. You're right, Liam. Uh, so, in honor of Solo, we're going to talk about the sound that the Millennium Falcon makes. As it's whooshing by us, right? Whooshing. Uh, and Anna, we have the I have the book down there. If you want to go get it, this is the Sounds of Star Wars by J. W. Rinsler. No, it's not. Uh, which? Oh, it's kind of heavy. Sounds of Star Wars by oh, J. W. No. Rinsler. By J. W. Rinsler. So first, we're gonna listen. All the sounds in it are by Ben Burt. All the sounds in it, almost all the sounds in it, are by were Ben Burt. Yeah, so. We're going to find uh, that page with the Falcon. Page 40. Okay, here we go. Uh, so 42 is the Falcon flyby. So this is sound number 42 in the book. I don't like that sound. So, um, so, you know, when it's coming out of this little speaker, it doesn't sound that great. So the way Ben Burt made this sound, uh, he used World War II piston-driven airplanes. So pistons are, you know, uh, part of an engine, right? So airplanes, World War II airplanes, which were also racing airplanes, right? They were used as racing airplanes. So Ben Burt went to like an airplane race. He laid on the ground in the Mojave Desert as these planes roared overhead, right? And he recorded them. They were only 15 feet above his head as they were flying by. He could barely even see them. And he's holding his recorder up and recording these airplanes flying by. And uh, he took that sound. Wait, was everybody else there watching the race? Oh, there were probably people watching the race, yeah. But he was recording the sound, It'd yeah. It'd be kind of weird if they were just looking at him yeah. on the ground yeah. recording this. He probably had to have permission to do that. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. So he took that sound, which... You know, must have been a really high-pitched sound. Pretty high-pitched. Yeah. He slowed it down to make it a lower pitch, right? And uh, he said almost all of the spaceships come out of those Mojave recordings. So almost all of the spaceship noises in the in the original, or at least the spaceship whooshing sounds, right, in the original trilogy, uh, or at least in the first Star Wars, come from those recordings. In the first Star Wars, you sound like someone who doesn't know much about Star well, what's the shame? You that? call it the first Star Wars. You <sighs> sound like one of those people who just like. Well, oh, the yeah, first Star Wars, Star Wars that was I, made. I think I've heard of that. <sighs> okay, well, it wasn't Star called Star. A New Hope when it first came out. You know, it was, it was called just called Star, Star Wars. Wars. So that's why I usually just say the first Star Wars because I, when I call it A New Hope, it's weird talking about it in a historical way because at the time it wasn't called A New Hope. So. But yeah, I could just call it a new hope, I guess. So Bert says, the other thing about the Falcon was that when we had a fly by the camera, fly by, right? When the Falcon's kind of flying by the camera, mm-hmm. 
at the peak moment of its pass by, I'd put a thunderclap in there. So it would explode right at that point. And in a couple of rare cases, we put in a lion roar. <laughs> That's weird. There's a lion's roar in the, uh, in the Falcon. I love that. That's so cool. It's just, I, I love, you know, the, that's one thing about the sound of Star Wars is it all feels so real. And that's because it's, you know, recorded from real things. You know, um, it's not just whoosh, you know, or like, like, a, like, like little electrical noises for the spaceship flying. You know, like, a, like if you look at old sci-fi and you, you see a UFO spinning and it's flying toward you, you know, you don't hear like... You hear like um, made up sounds. You, you know, don't like, hear. You know, like why? How? Why would a spaceship? Why would a spaceship sound like that? You know, it's no, gonna you go. Could probably make whoosh. something. If it was in the real world, sound like that. <laughs> yeah. If it was an alien spaceship, then it could easily go. Like okay, that. sure. If it but didn't then, use like engines, it just used like weird. Things coming out of the metal, it yes. just exploded. True, like, and it, and 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 yes, like of course, spaceships don't make any noise in space because it's space, and there is no sound. But um, there's no sound in space. Well, if you're outside of the ship as it's flying by, no, you don't hear anything because there's no sound in space because there's no air for sound waves to travel through. Now, if you're inside of a ship that has air in it, then yes, you can hear stuff. But if you're in space watching an air, you know, a ship fly by, but yes, you're right, Liam. Like an alien ship might make an alien noise that we are not used to. But then when we're Can watching you take the off movie, your helmet in a spaceship. Hold on, when we're watching a movie, it doesn't. It 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 wouldn't feel real. It would feel alien. And Star Wars doesn't feel alien. It feels real. It feels like we could touch it. And that's why, because the sounds are familiar to us, right? Yeah, in the space in the space shuttle, people can take. Well, you couldn't just like live like that without a helmet, because there's only a certain amount of air. Right, but yeah, people like but on the international space station, they, they don't have to They can take them work. off for like a day, probably. No, there's there's oxygen on the international space station. People can, people don't wear helmets on there. But they can't walk. Mm, they float. They've they float through the space station. There's no, there's no such thing as artificial gravity they yet. They have like little oh. boosters on their feet. No, they just have little handholds that they pull themselves air through. Air dancing would be awesome. Air dancing, flying. Yeah. It would basically be flying. Yeah, kind of, floating, flying. Yeah. I do the orange justice in the air. I don't know what that is. That's Fortnite. Oh, the orange justice. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why it's called that. Uh, sense, all right. But. Sing from Fortnite. A dance from Fortnite. All right. Well, let's head on over to the news. So it's been a long time, uh, but there hasn't been, you know, a ton of, like, new stuff out. The biggest news story, really, is that Solo did not make as much money as Disney had hoped it would make. Uh, they, they projected it would make a certain amount, and then it didn't. But it still made money, just not as much as people thought it would. Um... So it didn't really make, like, I mean, it made good money for a movie, but it didn't really make good money for a Star Wars movie. Because mm. Star Wars. Yeah. And I guess people are just getting used to, like, Star Wars movies coming out, and this one's not in the, uh, like, the trilogy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So 
it's not uh it it's not as good it's not gonna be as like important mm. i guess yeah there's not as much of a like what happens next kind of feel to it yeah all right so um you know what happens yeah han goes to get, tatooine gets mm-hmm. a job from jabba and then there's right. some time that goes past, and then he meets Obi Wan and mm-hmm. Luke. Yeah. So the people. The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Seemed like this can kind of be our end of Star Wars, but that's never gonna happen. <laughs> but the Last Jedi, it just it had a Rey and Kylo fight, um, and then Luke dies, and then the mentor, the all-time mentor, like the. Mentor, mentor, not like Han was a mentor too, but he wasn't as much of a mentor as Luke, I'd say. Uh huh. So, and the mentor dies, and then the rebellion is saved. The resistance is saved. You think that Last Jedi could be the end of the story? Yeah, it could. Oh, but the First Order is reigns, and First Order is in power. And there's just a little band of resistance fighters left. Yeah, okay. Well,. Resistance has it to win. Seemed, it just did seem very finished. It had like mm. a very clean ending. Oh, sure. There's. It wasn't a cliffhanger. There right. was an end to the movie. That was really nice. And it was like, and and the guy with the broomstick mm. using the force. Mm-hmm. It's like, and a bunch of new and a new mm. Jedi order forms. Yeah, and you can just bum bada bum bada 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 or whatever. And you can just yeah, and you can assume that you know things will be okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, but back to Solo, uh, the people who, like, analyze why movies make money, why they don't make money, uh, they're saying that it's probably that Disney didn't do enough marketing, or not the right kind of marketing for this movie. Uh, usually on this podcast, we don't talk about money all that much, because uh, once you start to focus on money, it just, goodbye fun, right? Like... <laughs> Wow. Things aren't fun anymore. That's a very white so, point of view. Well, it's tr- kind of true. Like, we don't care about how much Solo makes. We care about if it's a good movie, right? Yeah. But the reason I'm talking about it, because there is a real world, like, actual thing that Solo not making money means. And it means that not as many people are seeing it as saw all the other movies that and are that made. that means there might, they might not get as much money to make other good movies. Well. Star Wars movies. Star Wars isn't going away. No. They're not. I mean, no. it's 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 continuing like for the foreseeable out of future. Their top five things to make. Disney. Disney. Oh yeah, yeah, Star easily. Wars yep, easily. Yep. So it's not going to go anywhere. Probably like top three. I think Solo was kind of a a rare thing because I don't know. It just it felt kind of weird from the get go, and then the director changed, and there was a lot of different things that happened. I think that caused people to be like, nah, I don't know. A lot of people didn't even know it came out. And that, that's on the marketing. Yeah. That's on Disney marketing. People didn't even realize it was coming out. It was too soon, maybe, after The Last Jedi. Um, so, but, like, I think it does matter that not as many people saw it. Like, that part matters. Because part of the fun of Star Wars is that it's this thing that we share. This cultural thing. That we can talk about Star Wars with other people. And it's this thing that is important in our culture. And the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, uh, which we could call the Lucas trilogies, I guess, if we want to maybe say an easy way. The Lucas trilogies uh, were seen by so many people. And that's part of what makes them so important, right? Because if nobody watched them, nobody would care. 
right? Yeah. So if if less people start watching Star Wars, then it's it just it isn't as important because not as many people know about it, right? And it's it can be just as important to us personally, but culturally, it it loses some importance, right? So that's why I think it matters, right? Not the money thing. I don't care how much money it makes. I just care that people see it, right? So, yeah. so of course, we want Star Wars to remain in the cultural sphere, right? We want it to be relevant because we love it. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how Episode Nine does. I think it's going to be just fine. I yeah, think it's people be good. think people will go see Episode Nine. Yeah, people are interested in what happens next yeah. with Kylo yeah. and Rey. I yeah. think so. I think there's a, uh, I think there's a need a need to know what comes there's next. Eighty percent chance that. This movie's gonna go crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be the end of this trilogy, right? That's gonna be yes. a big deal. It's gonna be end of the trilogy. Yeah. Gonna... Ray. I mean, I know they'll make another trilogy. Is that gonna but be? But Ray might be an old woman in that trilogy. <laughs> Who knows? Wait, wait. Isn't it like three, four years before they make a new trilogy? Yeah, we don't know about. How many years is it? Like, was when it will episode, episode ten come out? Six and episode. Seven. Well, that was that's different because because that was no, it's not. It is different, uh, but it was what fifteen years? Uh, fifteen okay. years? Episode 16, six to episode twenty one. years. I don't know. Episode six to episode one. Yeah, right. That's what I'm trying to think. Eighty three to ninety nine. Is that right? <gasps> that's yeah. It was a years. long time. It was a long time. There will not be that much time in between episode nine and ten. Like three years then, probably. Maybe three, four, five years, maybe. You no, know, but, I can't but there's, go but there's five other, years without but, Star Wars no, movies. You won't have to because there's the Ryan Johnson trilogy. There's the Benioff and Weiss uh, Game of Thrones movies. There's the new live action TV show. It's gonna be Resistance. There's, there's gonna be Resistance. There's gonna be other standalone movies. Like Solo, right? There's going to be this about... podcast to talk about <laughs> how mad we are that there's no Star Wars. <laughs> right? yeah. We're doing this There will right? never be no Star Wars. <laughs> we're doing this till we're 21, we'll right? Be, we'll be yeah. just fine. Yeah. Till so, we move out. I want to do like a thousand. Till we don't have enough time to do it anymore. So My, fi- my goal is to get to episode 500 at least before we quit. 500? Let's Holy. try it. Wow. Okay. We're only on episode, like, that 108, means, though. What's mm-hmm. three times three? Nine more years! Nine more it's years? It's like nine more okay. years. Okay, all right. Wait, in nine years, I'm nine, so I'll be 18? Yeah, you'll be moving out of the house you. on your 18th birthday. <laughs> Just joking. Um, no, you'll be, be 18 and a half. And I'll be moving out. out of my house <laughs> on my 20th birthday. 20, huh? Okay, well, we'll see. Wait, um, does that... The college... <laughs> You're not gonna go to college? Yeah, I am. But you know, we are surrounded I move by move out when I go to college. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we're surrounded by universities. It's conceivable True. that you I don't think you'll want to live here when you go to college, but I won't. you could, I guess. I won't. It might I make won't you pay rent, but No, I'm just I'm No, just I know like, you're I'm, not going I'm to I'm gonna be I I'm an independent oh, woman. I know. <laughs> you'll be out of here. I have no doubt. <laughs> All right, so I'll be like, Yes, college Get it with my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Can make no more mommy and daddy yeah, yeah, yeah. to tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. Wow. Freedom! <laughs> uh, rebellion! Rebellion? Oh, hopefully not rebellion. Well, maybe a little bit. That's normal in I'm college. I'm so glad we took this college. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice, Liam. Uh, so, so, 
So one thing that this low this low ticket sales for Solo, I mean, not low, but not as high as people think it was going to be, uh, takes some pressure off of Star Wars, right? Maybe they don't all have to be blockbusters. Maybe they don't. Maybe the Ryan Johnson trilogy can be, you know, indie movies like all the other movies that he made before The Last Jedi, just smaller, you know, personal stories about about a family or so. You know, not doesn't have to be a big. Special effects, but big, huge people will movie. still love a few yeah. people every now and then. We'll still be huge, 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 huge fans. I right. still love it. Yeah, I, I am so looking forward to that Ryan Johnson trilogy. Like Harry Potter. Yeah. Like those movies made like huh? a money billion, uh-huh. but but like they weren't like huge. They weren't like huge blockbusters, were they? Uh, yeah, they were. Well, okay, but like, <laughs> like Fantastic Beasts, mm. like that wasn't a huge uh, blockbuster. That's true. I mean, I think you know it made money, but it wasn't. Yeah. It yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, those Fantastic Beasts. I don't know. I wasn't. I, I wasn't a huge fan of that movie, and I, I think that's one thing that um, I worry that Star Wars is going to do is make movies like Fantastic Beasts, where it's. Not something that necessarily... I don't know. It doesn't have that same feel. Kind of like the Hobbit movies and the Lord of the Rings. Like, the Hobbit movies are just like, do these really need to be made? They just weren't that good. Well, Harry um, Potter was, like, more dramatic, kind of. Yeah. Than Fantastic Beasts, and yeah. I like I like the drama. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Um, I, I, I'm hopeful, and I'm okay with Solo not, you yeah, know, like breaking teams, box office just records. run around everywhere with wands. Oh, they're Harry teens Potter teens that, that run around with and wands. By the last episode, they're running around with wands, getting uh, wands, getting <laughs> chased by Death Eaters. All right. So other news came out of uh, E3 um, video game news. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is a new single player game about a Padawan. Shortly after Order sixty six, so. Being hunted down by the Empire, probably trying to survive, probably trying to figure something out. You know, there's got to be something that they're trying to do, not just survive, right? Um, coming out next next holiday season, so not December of 2018, but December of 2019. That's a long ways out, and we have talked about video games that were that long out before, it's and like they never happened, <laughs> right? We've we've been talking about video games that end up not happening. Right? Yeah. So this video game I hope is going to happen. I'm not getting my hopes up well, too high. Well, they already started filming it. Uh, yeah, they had they'd already started on many different video games that never happened. Really? So, yep. So I'm hoping this one comes out, but also not super excited about it. Um, first of all, Story the name. Star Wars. No, I know. 2019? <laughs> How bad could it be? I know, I know. First of all, the name. Just call it Fallen Order or Fallen Jedi, but it's Jedi colon Fallen Order. So it's Star Wars colon Jedi colon Fallen. Seriously? Why? Why bring so many colons into it? I don't know. And then also, I I'm I don't want to play a lightsaber game unless I'm playing it in VR. Now that we played VR and we we got to play it over at uh, at your aunt and uncle's house, and it's awesome. It's so fun. But I could take out like one of those things, and you just you could take out a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sweet, that would sweet, be awesome. Sweet. I want to do that. If they did have a VR mode, that'd be so cool. I highly doubt then that this game is going to be VR. 
the other one would be Yeah, it'd be awesome. Pretty sure it's not going to happen because PlayStation isn't really putting a lot of money into the VR stuff. And also to make a game for PlayStation VR takes a lot of money. And they want to make a game that can be on all different systems, right? PlayStation, Xbox, computer. Yeah, but But that's a lot of extra work. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen. So button mashing it is. We're going to just button mash our way through the lightsaber stuff. Because, or either that or like specific button combinations that make your lightsaber do a certain thing it's just kind of kind of boring to me confusing i don't know like lightsaber lightsabering with a controller i'm not a fan of now it's possible that they'll do it right i hope they will my hope is that this padawan loses his or her lightsaber early on in the game and then it's blasters from then on (laughs) because because blasters work with a controller lightsabers yeah so it'd be like you pull the trigger on the lightsaber handle and then mm-hmm. it comes out and then you yeah. pull it again and it'll come back in and then the gun is just like you're talking about the VR thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'd be awesome in VR, but then the gun would just. Be first of all, we'd have to have VR, and that's an extra like three hundred dollars. And everybody who bought this game would have to have VR, so then the game sales would be super low because a lot most people don't have VR, and they want the game to sell well, so they're not going to make it specifically VR. You know, there could be a VR mode. There could be a mode, but that's a that's a huge development cost, and I don't see them doing it. So, but who knows? I'm hoping that they'll do lightsabers right, and uh, you know, the single player game with a story mode and everything. I love that. That is great. I just hope that the rest of it's good. Um, honestly, give me more. Give me more Battlefront too. Give me more. Uh, Give me more Iden Versio. So in other news, the Poe comic is coming to an end this uh, September, I believe. It's been a good story so far, I think. Uh, the stuff that we've read of it. So we've read the first three trade paperbacks, I think. Pretty solid story with really good art. Uh, just good comics, you know. Sad to see the Poe comic go, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what, if anything, is taking its place. So now that Poe is ending... There will be the ongoing comics that are left are the Star Wars main comic, Aphra, and Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith. That's just three ongoing comics. And then there's like miniseries and one-shots, you know, like there's that new Lando comic about young Lando. Um, And there's other, like, there's going to be that one-shot about Beckett. There's going to be a Tag and Bink one-shot about... Tag and Bink. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We haven't really talked about Tag and Bink much, but they're the the Stormtroopers. You know Tag and Bink, yeah. Kind of a comedy about two stormtroopers. Actually, cost the Death Star to explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that'll be a funny one. Oh yeah, you told me. About yeah, that. yeah. So I, I love. I mean, I love the comics, but I'm kind of okay with there only being those three ongoing because it's a lot to keep up with. It's a lot to read, and it's a lot to buy. It's a lot to buy, and we've we've we had to it's stop buying a long time ago. Library. Well, right. I actually just put in a request that the library get some more issues that uh, we haven't read yet. So, so yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I'm looking forward to reading the the end of Poe Dameron. I mean, not his end, but uh, the end of the comic. So or maybe it is. Is it his end, or is it after the Last Jedi? It is after The Last Jedi right now. Yeah, it is taking place after The Last Jedi. Oh, so he could die. Mm, He could, but he won't. (laughs) He could die, but he won't. He will, he will. No, he won't. Uh, No, he's going to be in the next one. Um, So, I 
He will be. <laughs> in episode nine? Yes. Poe Dameron's going to be in episode nine. Of course he is. He's like, yeah. the whole thing with episode, with The Last Jedi was that he's, he's becoming the, like the new leader. And now that Carrie Fisher's gone, like he is the, basically just, the new general. He's probably going to be the new general of the resistance. I'm thinking about or it. Or maybe it'll be called the rebellion again. Demoted at the beginning he did of the get movie. demoted, but then at the end, remember Leia said, what are you looking at me for? Follow him. Right? Uh, and that was kind of her way of passing that torch. So, I'm kind of hesitant to mention the next thing. Negative but points? it's, yeah, just negative stuff. It's, so, I, I sort of shield you kids and, and, and the listeners, too, who maybe aren't, um, like online all the time or kids who are listening who, who aren't kind of like keyed into the Star Wars fandom and stuff, but still listen. Um, I don't talk a lot about like nasty stuff that's been happening in, in Star Wars fandom, but, uh, I feel like I should at least acknowledge it a little bit. Um, like Kelly, Kelly Marie Tran on, uh, she left Instagram. She like deleted her account and everything because every time she'd post something on Instagram, she would get just, you know, hundreds of comments from horrible people saying horrible things about her, Aww. racist things, sexist things, That's saying that she amazing. shouldn't be in star Wars. Yeah. Just really, she's amazing. Ah, she is amazing. And just awful, awful things. And just like the worst it's just the worst things. I mean, even like like Ryan Johnson has received death threats about the Last Jedi. It's really, really nasty. Heck? Yeah, and everyone like they call him they call him Ruin Johnson because he ruins Star Wars and and it's just the That's worst terrible. the worst pe- things online. It's red. just gross, disgusting, and I I really I just don't like to talk about negative stuff on this podcast too much um because i don't you know i mean we'll talk about like serious issues but this kind of thing this is like online bullying you know cyber bullying cyber bullying this is it's called you know people also call it trolling but it, it's Worse. beyond that it's beyond Worse. trolling it's beyond cyber bullying it's death threats you know it's it's people saying Threatening. you like people uh, uh star wars posted uh, happy birthday kathleen kennedy and the comments on it on Facebook and Twitter were just awful. She should people saying that she should die and that Why? that you know how could girl? she how could she have a happy birthday since she ruined Star Wars and just the worst things. It just makes me sick. Okay, if you are a fan, then just don't just be like, oh, I didn't like the Star Wars movie. Don't go online right. and do that stuff. That's yep. terrible. It makes someone feel super yucky. Right. It's okay to not like a Star Wars movie. You can be a Star Wars fan and not like The Last Jedi. That's okay. It's not okay to personally threaten people and... Death threaten Like, people. death threaten, but also, like, say racist and sexist comments at them and tell them that they shouldn't be in star war you know what i mean it's like like what you like and don't like what you don't like and just deal with that deal with it it's oh my gosh so uh uh, today on twitter uh ray carson who is the author of 
uh, Most Wanted, that YA novel about oh, yeah. uh, Han and Kira, I've which I'm I'm actually in the middle of reading right now. It's, it's really good. good. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm um, gonna read it. On Twitter, she tweeted, uh, which I really I liked. Yeah. Kind of helped me think about this a little bit. She said about this whole thing. It's not that Star Wars fandom has a problem. It's that the world has a problem with bigotry and hate. And Star Wars fandom is huge enough to be a loud microcosm of the whole world. Spoiler, most Star Wars fans are incredible, and the good guys are going to win. So <laughs> I, really liked, I really liked that. Um, you know, we, we, we put out positivity on like this podcast. Us, we, we are awesome and incredible. Oh, wow. Okay. Sure. It's kind of bad. Um, you're incredible. Thank you. Thank you, Liam. It's uh, that's that's something. Uh, now you're supposed to say you're incredible too. You're incredible too, Liam. <laughs> Thank uh, you. We just watched. Uh, we just watched a wrinkle in time, and one of the themes oh, of a wrinkle so in time is one of the themes is, you know, recognize that you are incredible. Yeah. You know, recognize, recognize that you are different, uh-huh. and that's a, not a problem. Right. It's a good thing that you're different. Well, Everyone unless you're be... different in a mean way. <laughs> then yeah. that's a problem. Right. Like the people uh, who are posting death threats. Yeah, I mean, like you they could say... Yeah, they are They are uh, the it. <laughs> yeah. They are the it in our world. They are uh, taking and, over. and how do we fight against the it? Uh, we make a wrinkle in dime and go do... in and try to blow up a brain. And... We um, fight back with love. Yeah, that's right. What does Rose say? Don't fight what you hate. Save what you love. Ah, uh, yeah. Right? Um, and Stay Star Wars. And talk about what, what you love. love. Talk about what you love. Fight the people. Right. They're so... Things. I'm still fighting the people that are doing this. Well, things. sometimes you do have to fight against the people that are doing wrong, of course. Um, if they fought against the Empire, if they just... Right. If they just saved the Rebellion and didn't do... If just saved the Rebellion. Sure. Well, to save... The world, which you love, the uh-huh. galaxy, and Star Wars to save what you love, which is the galaxy. Yep. Um, you got to fight back. You have to fight back, but it's not necessarily fighting out of hate. It's fighting from a place of love, of trying to save those you love, right? And not not fighting from anger, you know, but fighting from love. And as a parent, I can understand that. I don't know if I understood that when I was a kid, but I can understand that now. Like. Um. But, um, yeah, so I, you know, I, I, I think we, we try to be positive on this podcast. We also talk about ways which, in which Star Wars could improve. Like we talked we've talked about where's Leia and where's Ray back in the day. Now that's better. It's not, it's still not perfect, but it's better. Yeah. It's gotten better, you know, and it's important and to point Rose. out, it's important, I think, to point out, yeah, Rose. Of color right. and female. That's right. Amazing. Yes, it's an it's 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 getting she's better. One of the main characters, and, and she's one of the main characters of Lost Jedi. Don't mm-hmm. you ever say that you're just kids. You can't decide this stuff. You're not old enough, because I know what's right and what's wrong. <laughs> so you can never say that. <laughs> I right. I will like, fight I for know. what I want to fight for, and you can't tell me I can't. So I don't know, but like I just heard people say like encouraging words, like every one of you guys is unique in your own amazing way, and you're amazing. And it's like, but some, and it's like be yourself, be who you are. Mm-hmm. Don't try to change yourself. But what if who you are <laughs> is bad? It's like well, 
you it, I just don't understand it because it's like you're amazing if you are kind and generous and just mm-hmm. overall nice then you're amazing nobody is bad well yeah but they can make lot lots of bad choices dad take that back some make people. Bad choices if they make enough bad choices then they're basically just bad but yeah. they always have a nice side there's always a nice side except everybody has Jeffer. a nice side yeah all right well who knows right i mean people can be redeemed so anna and we can say the same thing about star wars we can we could say star wars and when i was a kid i loved star wars i thought it was great you know but that doesn't mean i don't see ways that it can improve right yeah and i'm not saying um i don't like i hate star wars i'm not saying that i you know uh this is trash and it should never have been made just because I think, you know, Rogue One should have more female characters. It's awesome. Rose, Rogue One should have more women. And, and they shouldn't all die. <laughs> oh, well, sure. <laughs> but, but I can say Rogue One should have more women and not be, you know, saying that Kathleen Kennedy should quit. It would be, right? be awesome if, if um, Cassian was a girl. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so Jin and... Whatever her mm, name would be, would, be, would yeah. be like still like have that relationship, but then they'd be a girl. That would be a that would a be wom- super cool. Probably a woman, I guess. Well, but, yeah. yeah, but oh, you yeah. know what he meant. <laughs> I do know what you mean. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's uh, let's try to keep it positive, and you know what? Just ignore ignore the haters. Ignore the hateful comments. Try to ignore it. Pass them. Don't. But also dab on the haters. Dab on the haters. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> don't don't give them feedback saying they're bad. Just ignore mm. it. Well, no, don't ignore it. Well, sometimes we have to call it out. Call it out. Ignore it. Do we what you do. What feels comfortable. It. And then you just put the emoji face with the exclamation mark things over his mouth. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's head on over to Canon News. The Canon News song. Yeah. The Canon News song. Yeah. So about Han's dice, uh, Han's dice from Solo, and then we also see the dice in The Last Jedi. Uh, and of course, dice do appear in, I believe it's Empire Strikes Back. Um, you can see them in the background. So, you know, Han's dice. Uh, the databank on StarWars.com has been updated. It says, this pair of erodium-plated chance cubes dates back to Han Solo's youth on Corellia when they adorned the windshield of a landspeeder he obtained under questionable conditions. So I think he stole the landspeeder, and the dice were there, and he took them after he, when he left the landspeeder, right? That's when he got the dice. After winning the, the Millennium Falcon from Lando Calrissian, Han hung the dice in the freighter's cockpit. They were a favorite childhood plaything of Ben Solo. Later, Kylo Ren. Later, Kylo Ren. Then right. killed him. <clears throat> and then he picked up those dice, right? You know, that's the, he had that moment. Oh, yeah. And it disappeared in it's his like, hands. What have I done? Right. Oh, whatever. Who cares about that now? Uh, I don't know. But I was it actually care. real dice? No, they remember there were, were a force projection from Luke. They were left over. And then they disappeared in Kylo's hands. Remember? Yeah. The dice, yeah. And then where are the real dice? The real dice are probably still in the Falcon. Cool. Yeah. All Man, right. Too bad to keep the dice. Maybe and Ben Solo wouldn't kill him. Not knowing, uh, uh, like, 
um, Leia's going to have them in her hand, not knowing that they were in the hands of Han and his girlfriend <laughs> a long time ago for th- luck. Yeah. Escaping off Corellia scoundrel. Do you think uh, Han told Leia the story of... I think he probably did. She probably know. She probably knows about it. She probably doesn't know that exactly... Maybe not exactly. They were holding hands with that in their hands. Yeah, maybe not. And now he died, and now you're holding it. Yeah. Well, she knows that his heart belongs to her. Because Kira's evil. Oh, well. No, well, she's not evil, but she's a survivor. She only really cares about herself. Okay. What? Yeah. That's... Kind of true. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) She cares primarily about herself. Yeah. Secondarily. She won't sacrifice for any other people. Mm. Everyone should care primarily about themselves, though. Yeah, but not at the expense of other people's lives. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's have a joke. Laugh it up, fuzzball. What did Kylo Ren say when Hux asked him if he turned up any rebels in the base on Crate? I don't know. I don't know. No dice. (laughs) No dice. No dice. (laughs) No dice is a... Sorry, that's a colloquial a colloquialism. What? <laughs> no dice means just no. I didn't oh. find anything. But oh. get it? No. Yeah, I get it. No comma dice. No, it's a. But also, there's no dice. Yeah. Because they're not actually there. Yeah. Yeah. No dice. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> All right. So let's. Uh, <laughs> that that's that's fine. <laughs> Come on. No, it's not time to take a shortcut to the end of the episode and almost get sucked into a gravity well known as the Maw, which, by the way, is sort of a misuse of the term gravity well, but we won't get into that right now. It's time for Stump the Mump! (laughs) Who wants to go first? I have two questions. I guess I'll go first. All right. Anna. What type of alien is Rio Durant? I don't have any idea. Oh, Liam, can you pick it up? No, I can't. No, what? I, no. Is it but no? What is it? I think I know the second one though. Ardenian. Oh yeah, totally. All right, now I Liam. Liam, what instrument does Beckett say he's going to learn how to play? The valcord. Valcord, nice. Obviously. That one's right. so easy. Was it easy? That's okay. what I thought. All right. So I knew something with Val, and I thought he said yeah. Valacor. Yeah. So I was like, oh, oh Valacor. Valacord. Yeah. Valacord. Yeah. yeah. Did Val make up the Valacord? No, no. Uh, Chuck Wendig actually made up the val- Valacord. What? In, uh, yeah, in the uh, in the aftermath novels, he yeah he made a, he made no, up that I instrument. Mean... How cool is that? That Chuck Wendig in the aftermath novels came up with a name for an instrument, the Valacord. Snap, Snap Wexley plays the Valachord. He learned how to play it. Play. He was Do called you know? Temin. Snap. And, uh, I know how to play it. It's, I think it's kind of like the piano. I know how to play Similar. the Valachord. So I think that's really cool that, uh, you know, that they used something out of a Chuck Wendig book in this movie. Like, they did a lot of that stuff. There's a lot of stuff like that peppered throughout the movie. Little, little hints and 
Um, oh, that um, the Black Spire L three thirty seven tells Lando you couldn't navigate to the Black Spire without me, or to Black Spire Outpost without me, or something like that. Well, Black Spire Outpost is uh, the name of the outpost on Batu, which is what people will be able to visit at Galaxy's Edge. Cool. Yeah. Which we're going to. Do you think we're... we could visit? Yeah, some, at some point. It is the, the whole outpost? It's the, the whole thing. thing. The yeah, the, the town. Basically, the town on Batu is called Black Spire Outpost. Could they make a Valakor? Valakord? Um, maybe you could play the Valakord. Yeah, they'll have a like, little... Uh, you just like, sit down and you yep. could just walk up. Yep. <laughs> I'd probably be maybe for the beer, they'd have spice. Well, maybe. Spice is a drug. I'd, I'd like some Corellian wine, but whatever. Corellian you know? wine? Yeah. There's such a thing? I, I think so. Or brandy or something like that. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, that's going to be it. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. So awesome. To Children of the Force. This is episode 108. Um, and as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and to make it better and to do giveaways like we did today uh, with that Ashley Eckstein book. And it's also going to allow me to buy a voice recorder that I can take remotely with me to celebration when we go in April, uh, which we got our tickets, by the way. Haven't said that yet on the podcast. We do have our five-day tickets to celebration. We are going. Super excited about that. And... That's quite a ways away. It's almost a year away, but uh, we can we can never start planning too early. So we were watching the celebration trailer <laughs> thing, like mm, yeah. of past celebrations, mm-hmm. and I got super excited. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good time. All right, if you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter at Four Children. On Facebook, we are Children of the Force. Our email address is forcechildren at gmail.com. Our website is. Head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we would love to play on the show. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes. It will really help the show get in more people's ears. We'd really appreciate it. Alright, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And May the Force be with Alright, Liam, you want to talk bark, Liam, bark. You, you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, other stuff, non-Star Wars we stuff camping. that we were doing. We went camping. Yeah, that was fun. And I've been up reading on, Kelvin and Hobbes. Sure, you've been reading Kelvin and Hobbes. That's been it's fun. Kelvin and Hobbes is awesome. Deja yeah. vu? What Anna? No! It was of us sitting on a bed recording. But it wasn't this bed. But it looked like this room. Uh, it's so weird. Right, this, what other non-Star Wars stuff, Liam? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I've been watching Lost in Space. Lost in Space pretty good. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. We got that pretty sad, sad part, yeah. but we're not going to spoil it. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. But a pretty, pretty good part, too. Yeah. A good part.
Yeah. Yeah, it's a good show. It's on Netflix, Lost in Space, if you haven't seen it. Oh, we just finished the Troll Hunter trilogy. Oh, yeah. Season three of Troll Hunters. Wow, that was that was quite the season. And we're pretty excited about the, the Guillermo del Toro is doing, like, this shared universe thing. There's going to be a, a alien show called Three Below. Oh, which is in the And then alien. another show called Wizards. And they're all going to take place in that same universe. I think Why it's is all it going to be called Three Below? I don't know. We'll find out. I think it's all going to come together at the end of Wizards. And then... Um, Hopefully we'll see the Troll Hunters again, and that should be pretty fun. They'll be, like, 20? Well, uh, no, I don't think it's going to take that long. That'd be awesome. No, if they were all, like, 20? Yeah. All the Troll Hunters? It could be, like, two years later or three years later or something, yeah. That'd be cool. Um, 20 years. Yeah, so, and, you know, it's been summer, so we've been, uh, oh, yeah, this summer we're doing a, I'm trying to do, like, a classic movies uh the summer of classic movies. So we're going to watch some West Side Story, uh, Rear Window is a favorite of mine, Hitchcock movie. Um, we have Hidden Fortress on hold for us right now at the library, which, which is, uh, George is a got his ideas. Well, some ideas for A New Hope were from A Hidden Fortress, and uh, and Kurosawa, the director Kurosawa, who did Hidden Fortress, is a huge influence on George Lucas. Kurosawa. Um, Kurosawa is a full name. Oh. Last name. Um, yeah, so I have the good and the good, I actually have the good, the bad, and the ugly on hold, but that one is, uh, rated R because there's a lot of killing in it and, uh, I think some swearing, pretty adult themes, but after I watch it, it, it's an old movie, so it might be kind of a, a weird rated R movie where it really isn't that bad, yeah. but I'm going to watch it first and, and then I'll see. Okay. Um. But, uh, yeah, you know, just watching some old movies. I think we might, uh, might watch Karate Kid, which is not a classic movie, but, um, I think it'd be kind of fun to watch that one. I want to see been... that one so we can watch Cobra Kai. No, you're not watching Cobra Kai, but... Why? Because it's not for kids, I don't think. It's for people who were kids when they saw Karate Kid. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, non-Star Warsy stuff. Anything else you wanted to cover, Liam? We're just going to tag this at the end of the episode, I think. Lots of Kelvin and Hobbes. Like, Lots of Kelvin and Hobbes, yeah. And you're, Hobbes. you're really into Kelvin and Hobbes. Summer now, it's um, pretty awesome. We might go, um, our pool, our uh, town pool is open, mm-hmm. so we're going to go there probably like... City pool. This, <laughs> like for sure this weekend, uh, or this yeah. week, this week probably. Hope so. I woke up at 3.40 this morning and never went back to sleep. Yeah. Sounds great. Okay. I'm fine, though. Uh, For now. Yeah, I'm probably going to crash later, but... Mm -hmm. When we're done swimming. Uh, If we swim... Oh, a little baby squirrel out there. A young squirrel. Teenage squirrel. Adorable. It's me. It's rough being a teenager. Oh, look at you. Just hanging. (laughs) He he was putting his paws, his back paws on the branch and just hanging down. It was adorable. (laughs) All right. Well, animals. I want to go out on that rough and talk to the squirrel and hold the squirrel. I think everybody wants to hold the squirrel, Anna. Well, I think we're going to call it good there.